Okartov, today we are studying the 33rd Mizmor of Tehillim. The Mizmor is a, the, the next two Mizmorim are beautiful Mizmorim. In this Mizmor, we discuss the, the greatness of God, how Borei Olam created the world, and as a result of Borei Olam creating the world, he deserves to be feared and 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 uh, uh, we should be in awe of God as a result. And not only does God create the world, He also is involved in the lives of individuals. That's the, the major theme of the Mizmor 33. And begins with Pasuk Aleph, Raninu Tzadikim Badonai, Laisharim Nava Tehillah. Rejoice Tzadikim, rejoice righteous ones in God, Laisharim Nava Tehillah. It is fitting for, for people who are straight to sing praise, to offer praise. Navaz, I think it's from the word na'eh. So it is fitting for the, the people who are straight to offer praise of God because the people who are straight are in line with, they see the greatness of God. They see how good God is. They see how much God deserves to be feared. And as a result, they should be in awe and they should be pray, praising God. And it's befitting for them to praise God. Pasuk bet. Give thanks to God with the, the harp. With a ten-stringed ten harp, you shall sing to Him. This is a, just another poetic way of saying you shall sing to God in multiple ways, using instruments. It should be a full, the full thing. Sing Him a new song. What does it mean to sing him a new song? Shiru lo shir hadash. So shiru lo shir hadash would be to, to sing God a new song would be like to sing him a, a unique song, a special song. That's what, that's what it seems like when it says a new song. It's not like you should... Uh, the, the point of a new song is that it's unique and it is designated specifically for God. Hetivun again bitru'ah continue or do well to play with a loud sound. So um, you should thank God, you should, uh, you should say uh, praise to God, you should pray, praise Him with instruments, with a chinor, with a ten-string harp, with uh, a new song, with loud sounds. Pasuk and why should you do all this? Why should the yesharim, the people who are straight, offer praise to God? Pasuk ki ashar devar adonai, for the word of God is straight and all of his deeds are faithfully wrought, are, are done with truth. The Yesharim, who are the people who are straight, should sing praises to God because Ki Yashar Devar Adonai, because the word of God is straight. Now it says the word Devar Devar Adonai is the, the, the word of God is straight. The actions of God are done with truth. But for uh, Pasuk Aleph, in the first Pasuk, it says that the Yesharim, the people who are straight, should sing praise. I think there may be a hint here that whenever we can't say that God is straight. Because the only thing we know of God is His actions. We don't understand anything about the essence of God Himself. Yeah, but, but I'm saying in terms of like the word usage here in Pasuk Dalid, so it says the word of God is straight and all of his actions are done with truth. Now why is it that he, 
in the first pasuk he describes the people as being straight saying those who are straight please say praise to God but then here it doesn't say because ki ashar adonai that God is straight it says the word of God is straight and his actions are done with truth because that's what we know of God we don't know about what God is essentially at his core but we do know what God does we see the manifestations of God in this world is that a full proof that all of Tehillim is David consistent by saying that? No, but I think there's a hint there. You know, there's something, there's some point there. Pasuk 5. He loves. Tzedakah would be like justice. Mishpat would also be a form of justice. Both Tzedakah and Mishpat are forms of justice. But the, the kindness of God. Fills the land. Now, what's the idea there? Pasuk 5. So there's an interesting Radak where he says that the world is generally guided by three things. Tzedakah and Mishpat and Chesed. What are Tzedakah and Mishpat? They're forms of justice. So they mean that Tzedek is, is justice and Mishpat is also that to go according to the law, right? So the world typically or will often operate on the realm of justice. But chesed Adonai Aretz. The kindness of God fills the land. What is the dominant characteristic of the world? That is kindness, the God. And that is kindness that is beyond what is necessary for justice. You know, justice would necessitate certain things to occur, but that's not the only rule through which God runs the world. God runs the world through justice, but even more so, He runs the it through kindness, kindness in which he lets things slide where punishments aren't necessarily meted out immediately when they deserve he's merciful he's, he's, merciful. he's kind and now we're going to see the source of why we have to be in awe of God not only do we be, are we in awe of God because his actions are straight but because we owe it to him for he is the creator okay that's the uh, with the word of God the heavens were created and with the breath of his mouth all of their hosts, all of the, the elements of the heavens were created. He heaps together like a mound the waters of the sea. And, why, and by doing that, by, by pushing the waters of the sea together, what did God do? He made their dry land. He made dry land so that we could live. He stored water in vaults in the depths. So the, the image that you're getting from this Mizmor, the image that you get from this Mizmor, which David Melech obviously understood, is that the world began as just a, a thing of water, a ball of water. Now in order to make it possible for us to live, he needed to somehow gather the water and hold it in place and create space for people to live. So he put it in mounds, like in the oceans, and then he took a lot of it and stored it into the depths. The, the ongoing metaphor in Tanakh about the way the water of the world works is that it is either held down into the oceans or it is held down and locked up in the depths, meaning in like the springs or something. Wow. Now, now in that, within that metaphor in Tanakh of how, or at least in Tehillim, of how the waters of the world work, what would waves then represent, for example? Waves represent the desire for the water to go back to where it was. That's why they're constantly reaching for the dry ground, you see? To cover more. To try to go back to where it was, because it originally covered everything. Because and and then, and then how did the mabul happen? The mabul in Noah. 
So the, the Mabul in Noah is God releasing all of the tension that he created by locking the waters in their place. Right, so it's, it's, is that exactly how it works scientifically? I don't, I don't obviously not. I'm saying, I'm saying that's the metaphor that Tehillim is using of how the waters work. Borei Olam locked up the waters into these oceans. He locked them underground. And if Borei Olam just wants to remove the tap or remove the, the cap, everything, is gonna come back everything will just spring back out. You know, and you could see the waters raging so against tsunami the tsunami is, is like that. Yeah, a tsunami would be something like God letting go of holding <laughs> things in place. <laughs> right, so... Just a little bit. So that is the, the metaphor with how water works. And then Borei Olam is maintaining the waters in their place so that we could continue to live. Okay. The entire world should be in awe of God. All the earth's inhabitants should fear God. Tevel, what is Tevel? Tevel means the, the inhabitants of the earth. Tevel is the, the land. Everybody, the, the everybody, everybody yeah. Animals. Now animals. here, look at this pasuk. It's very important to read it correctly. Fear God, all of the land, not Yir'u. If you say Yir'u, it's a famous pasuk. So if you say Yir'u me'adonai, you're saying you should see God, which is impossible. So you have to say the word correctly. Yir'u, there's a strong resh, which means to fear. Yir'u me'adonai kol you should, the whole land should fear God. Mimenu all the people that live on the dry land should fear Him. Now we understand why, because God is controlling their destiny in the sense that if He... Uh, you know, if he lets the waters go, then they're in big what trouble. What he needs to do is just let the water go. Not even yeah, anything exactly. else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. This, this pasuk you know, right? Mm-hmm. He said, and it was done. He commanded, and it took form. And you know, we, we discussed why when we want to create something, we, also say we need to take it from an idea, into, into convert it into like a, a, onto paper, into some plans, and then we need to get on with the construction. Now, Borei Olam, that whole process happens immediately. It's the idea, and then it turns into speech, which is like, you know, putting the idea out there. It's a commandment. And then all of a sudden, everything just appears. Okay, so that's how Borei Olam creates. Now, we, we create, we also have the ability to create, but it's a much slower process. Okay? It's a much more uh, broken down process. Pasuk Yud. Adonai koim, amim. The Lord, Hashem, overturns the counsel of the enemies. And he quiets the thoughts of the peoples. Now this is, I think we'll begin this part of the, of the Mizmor tomorrow. The first half of the Mizmor we could summarize as recognition of God's greatness. Praise him, praise him, recognition praise of the fact that God created the world. And therefore we have the responsibility to praise him yes. and to be in awe of him. Why? Because who he is the one who said and everything came into being. And he controls everything. He holds the waters in place. Now, tomorrow's half of the Mizmor is going to be discussion of the fact that if Borei Olam created the world and he's deserving of being in awe, then there are people out there who do not fear God. Those are the people, the, the enemies they, of God. They, and they God, yes. because he has altered the ultimate power, he can quiet them whenever he wishes. So God is never, he's, the fact that he created the world proves to us that he has nothing to worry about in terms of the people. In fact, he's the one of the Sukim is going to say that he's, he's the, the one who created them. He's the one who created them in the first place. Okay, so that's going to be the second half of the Mizmor. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen. Amen.